What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to episode 12 of the Mad Specials podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Landon Bullman, joined, as always, by my good friend and fellow co-host, Dalen Livingston. How are you doing? Landon, I'm doing good. I'm uh, strapped down into my seat here watching some playoff hockey. Sean yeah. Murphy, Sean and Mitch Marner. Ooh, yeah, you're going to see me a lot this podcast, probably... Uh, acting out a turn because I'm watching this this game and I get pretty passionate when the Leafs are on so yeah especially after uh, a game one loss but uh yeah, God, I, was, I, I was lucky enough where I was working that night so I didn't have to uh watch that oh I watched it. it was a boring game in general uh I didn't actually think either team played good Columbus just happened to score and the Leafs didn't but uh I've I think I've watched Every game – the only games I haven't watched so far were the first Florida Islanders game and today's Florida Islanders game and the Arizona Nashville game today. That's it. Yeah. So, and so every like, – you were just, like, pumping the Arizona Coyotes tires, telling me to floor them. So they, and then they got up early in that first game. But then Nashville kind of, like, almost came back that game. And then today – they put the wheels to them again. Like, where's all this love for the like the Coyotes coming? They don't even have a goddamn general manager. I just, I just like seeing teams that don't always do well do well. Plus, I think Nashville's had their time. Like, it, it's enough with the Preds. But uh, I was right when I said take the Yotes uh, in Game One. I wasn't talking about the series. I know you picked the Preds in the series. But I can't. Were... I just. I don't know. Like I just feel like I thought. The, I honestly thought the Yotes were going to get swept because of all the bull, the bullshit going on with their GM right now. I thought maybe that would just throw them off a bit. And plus, Taylor Hall uh, isn't exactly like a good luck charm for anybody. <laughs> yeah, um, really. So I was like, uh, who knows? I don't know. I am glad they got the win in the first game. I'll tell you the series I'm so livid about is this Florida and Islanders series. Wow. I can't remember. I might have said 2-1 or 3 nothing for the Panthers. Yeah, I'm I like, picked the Panthers, but I don't yeah, remember how. The Panthers, and I, I can't stand the Islanders. I hate everything about that team. Ever since they, when Tavares went back for his first game and they just their whole crowd face acted like a bunch of jokes, I've decided i got to be on Team Johnny T. Like, i got to be on my Tavares team. And I hate the Islanders. It pisses me off that they went farther than us last year. Like those are the type of things as a Leaf fan that just boil my blood. I uh, I don't necessarily care who wins this round, but I do agree that I I dislike the Islanders not as much as I dislike the Canadians or the or the Bruins, but they're probably third. I think we went over that on another episode, but let's switch over to some MLB quick, and then we'll swing back to some NHL. Uh, I mean, basically, we got two things to cover in the MLB. The fact that I'm pretty sure 15 out of 30 teams have someone who has COVID. And they're going to cancel the season, are they not? Like, what the hell is okay, going on? This is what I've been laughing at. Is like when you scroll down the MLB app, 
like halfway down the page on the ga- scheduled games for the day, it just says postpone, postpone, postpone. And there's like seven games that are postponed. And you just have to think like, what, what are they going to do? Okay. A, if they get the season back, then they're like, they said they're going to play seven inning games with double headers. And it just, that's not baseball anymore. And B, you're like, you're just, if you're going to cancel the season, all these other teams are just keep playing for no reason, wasting money flying from city to city while the Florida Marlins are all quarantining in their backyards and got tans and drinking Corona. Like, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense to me in the slightest bit. Like, when I got notification, it was like, yeah, Blue Jays manager said team isn't traveling to Philly because they're quarantined from COVID and they don't want to go there to get it or whatever. And I'm like, why is this even a, why is this even a thing? Why are we even talking about traveling? Like everyone's obviously getting it. The only people that haven't figured out right now are the NHL and the NBA because they're in a damn bubble. And then it's the only way that's going to work. They cut the travel part out of it. Yeah, clearly the travel part doesn't work. I mean, the NBA and NHL was kind of lucky. They're in a position where, like, they were already, like, more or less done their season. So they just got to do playoffs. They don't have to do a full season in a bubble. That's, that's, true. So, that's true. I don't know what the NHL will do. Hopefully things will be a little more dead come December. But, but I don't know. Like, the MLB can just throw all, the, all their guys into a bubble. Okay, but you know what you could have did? Like, maybe this wouldn't work, but – so the NHLs, they're essentially in a bubble for two months, like the teams that go far. But oh, we got scrum. Uh, but the so they could have did the sixty game season. That's two months. Then give them two weeks because it's baseball, and it's not like they're like they're in shape. But it's not like they need to constantly be sixty games in two weeks. No. So then they take two weeks off to go see their families. Then they come back to the bubble. And then they do playoffs with however many teams make the playoffs. Well, like, fuck, they could, you know what they really could be doing? Since they have about four or five four or five guys in a pitching rotation, we'll just make your pitching rotation ten guys and then pitch or go three games every day. <laughs> three games every day. You're doing, like, you're doing a series in a day every single day. And then you go four or five days in a row, take a day off, and you crushed 164 games in, well, I don't know what that is, a month and a half, month? No, you crushed 60 games in, like, three weeks. Three and then days, you, and then you can do – then you so, can relax with playoffs. You can go back to one of it. You could, do, you could do the whole season in five and a half weeks if you're on that schedule. And I just yeah. don't see what, – what's, what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't – injury prone maybe? I don't know. But uh, another baseball – Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, like Joe Kelly gets suspended eight games which for chirping the Astros, which I thought was – games than any of the Astros players got suspended. I know, man. Just ridiculous. And what were they uh, – the math worked out. That would have been a 22-game suspension in a full season, which is absurd for just melting off a little bit. Like – you get you mouth off in the NHL, and if you 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 have to say some pretty absurd stuff, and you get a ten minute misconduct. Yeah. So I I, uh, I just hate seeing all of these Astros players like going in the media, be like, "Hey, we owned up to it. We you know we know what we did was wrong." And it's like, yeah, well, of course, but you didn't like get any sort of punishment for it. Like 
your manager got fired, but it was like a year-long suspension. They could still hire him back because I've heard that they might next year. And all these players have just basically been like, we're, we're supposed to get off scot-free. Like, if well, I'm a baseball pitcher, I'm ripping it at your hip. And especially if you're a Dodgers pitcher. Yes, or a like, Yankees pitcher. The Yankees pitch, uh, one of their reliever or their closer, um, or all this – or all this Chapman, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically just came out and said, "I, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna pepper these guys." Like, and I'm he, dude, he throws 108, man, like miles an hour. That guy can yank the ball. Because I don't really watch baseball, but and he said he's gonna do it. And then the commissioner came out and said, "Okay, well, we're gonna find you or suspend you, whatever." And then he came back out and said, "I don't give a shit. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to throw it at them when we play them because it's, it's trash that they treat it." Yeah, it is is a load of shit, and it was I'm stupid. on Team Joe Kelly. I'm on Team Joe Kelly, too. And then that fake account that posted the Instagram photo of him with his kids, and he was like, he's like, I'm at home quarantining now, and I'd like to apologize to absolutely no one because I oh, ain't freaking yeah. apologize. Connor McDavid, that is one of my – or not the Connor McDavid, sorry. Connor McGregor, that's one of my favorite uh, – favorite memes out there right now. <laughs> that's a good one but let's go flip over to another sport before hockey again let's talk a little nba and give me the lowdown on the raps raptors are two and oh they uh they they beat the piss out of the uh the lakers who just clinched first in the west and for for people who don't know what first in the west means it would mean third in the eastern conference behind the raptors in the milwaukee box so Raptors look good. They, uh, I don't know. There's this one play. You can go on the Bleacher Report Instagram. That's where you can see it. That's where I saw it. They have this one play where they, they move the ball about 10, 11 times. Like they move it around like more than they were even dribbling it. It was just touch and go, touch and go. And like their offense looks so good. Their team looks so good. I wouldn't be shocked if they can, uh, like I know I'm biased, but. They're for sure to me like a lock to get to the Eastern Conference Final. If not, and then if they get to there, they can beat the Bucks because they got the experience of winning a championship, and they just look—they're a good team to watch. And uh, yeah, that's what I got. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend I'm a huge basketball knowledge guy, but from what I gather, that they're they're well rounded and that bench is extremely deep. Because like, don't they have? Wouldn't wouldn't you say they have arguably the best bench in the NBA? Oh, yeah, like, talk to Bob, like, so they don't necessarily, I mean, they got Pascal Siakam and then Kyle Lowry, who had, fuck, he had 33 points, 14 rebounds, and six assists the other night in the first game against the Lakers, and as a small point guard, getting 14 rebounds is, like, nobody gets 14 rebounds. Like, if you've had a great game, if you get 14 rebounds, so, and, but yeah, like, they got Serge Ibaka, uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Fred Van Vliet, who is basically – he's the guy who looks like a mini Drake. He looks exactly like <laughs> Drake. It's hilarious. They stand next to each other. Um, no, Raptors look good. The Lakers, they're going to be good, obviously. I, I like LeBron. I, I, I would like LeBron to win another championship, but I'd rather the Raptors win, though. So. Yeah, I, I agree. If they can get back to the Eastern Conference Finals and take out the Bucks, I, I think that they could – Easily, well, I'm not gonna say easily because if LeBron is there or even Kawhi with the Clips, uh, I then, think if they can get to the finals, then they can beat whoever they play that comes. Yeah, I agree because I, yeah, I can see like 
the the Lakers did beat the Clippers the other day, but it it was a close game, and in a seven game series, you never know what Kawhi can do against LeBron. He did it in San Antonio when LeBron was playing for uh, yeah, Cleveland. And that series where they won, so he San Antonio beat the Heat. That was the most. If you combine all the scores of the games, it's the most lopsided uh, NBA finals in NBA history in terms of like diff- score differential. Oh and wow! So they I, just kicked their butt. Oh, it was like it was clinical. I mean, the, those San Antonio teams are pretty always like always have been pretty legendary. With like their coach Greg Popovich is considered to be one of, if not the greatest coach of all time. And then they had like Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. And then that young Kawhi Leonard, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, basketball talk, though. Fuck, I love it, though. I love talking basketball, so we, we'll bring it up every now and then. Um, but I guess we'll transition to the main thing, hockey here. I'll tell you right now, I haven't watched much hockey because, you know, I've been working working the night shift. At, slaving, uh, slaving at Ramona's. I call, I call it Ramona's. My good buddy Tyrell Jeb calls it uh, Tony Ramone's. Uh, <laughs> so I've been uh, working hard at Tony Ramone's, uh, Tony Ramona's, uh, and uh, but I I caught a little bit of this uh, Winnipeg and and Calgary series. Woo! It is fun to watch. Like that game yesterday afternoon, man. These guys hate each other. I mean, rightfully so. Kachuk started off with a bang by just leveling Shifley from behind. Which also, by the way, I'm on team. I'm on team Kachuk. I think. That wasn't – I mean, I, I'm okay with that hit. I'm okay oh, yeah. With it. No, I'm Team Kachuk through – if you think for a second, anyone listening, if you think for a second that Kachuk has the capability to slice a man's Achilles or lay whatever it was, you're a moron. He, there's no one in this league except maybe Sid – and McDavid, uh, that's it. That could. I don't even necessarily think you can put Sid in that category because he's not the. Yeah, but he's so sturdy on his leg. Like he, he's got that. But anyway, boys, I'm just saying. Like I've had people try to convince me that he meant to do that with his blade. Now here's what he did mean to do. I'm not going to say he's an angel. Kachuk is. A rat, but I love him. I love watching him because I'm not a full-fledged Oilers fan. And if you're not an Oilers fan or a Jets fan, you like him. You, or you like what he brings to the table. But anyway. If you don't like him, don't tell me you like Brad Marchand because they're the same people. Yeah. I hate Brad Marchand. But what Kachuk did do is Shifley turned back up the wall and Kachuk put his knee out to try and get a piece of Shifley. And when he did that, his skate jumped up and something happened to the point that it, I don't actually know what happened because I got that stupid uh, unfit to play bullshit. So no one knows what's happening any, anymore. So that's another issue. But I, I just like, I, I am so sick of, I mean, it, I've had only a few people try and convince me in person. I, I only see a couple people. Um, but on Twitter, man, like it was just, and Paul Maurice, man, hey, like uh, you're a great coach, but don't get up there and tell him it's a dirty, filthy play. Like, do you, there's no way that guy, 
believes that he meant to. Anyway, I'm not going to ramble on because I'm going to bring this up again later. But uh, I thought you like Paul Maurice. And Paul Maurice, so when he said that, like, I thought, okay, you know, I mean, this guy's fired up. It's heat of the moment. Like, this is a pretty, pretty heat series. But then, you know, next day he came back. He doubled down on the comments. And then the players on the Jets were standing by Paul Maurice's comments by just basically what Maurice was saying was basically it was a dirty intentional hit and this guy's a rat and he's known for being a pest and all this crap. But I mean, I get like as a Jets guy, you're supposed to stand up for your, your injured player. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know many guys. At least I don't think there's many guys in the NHL that are intentionally trying to, you know, like put their skate into yeah, another guy. Except I just, Chris Simon. Or Chris, except yeah. for Chris Simon. Chris Simon was a different breed, that guy. And Chris Simon <laughs> did it. Prongs did it. Oh, yeah. Did you ever remember the play where Chris Simon uh, – Two-handed that guy? Ryan, Ryan Hallweg in the face. Yeah, when he was playing for the Islanders. If you ever want to see something crazy, people, YouTube, Chris Simon, uh, Ryan Hallweg, cross-check. It is probably the craziest hockey player that I remember watching live as like a kid. Like, not live in person, but live on TV, which I don't know why I was watching a Rangers-Islanders game. Yeah, that – that one was more crazy than him stomping on the guy's leg because it, it was like the camera was right on it and you were just kind of taken aback. Whereas you, you didn't really see the stomping on the leg at first. They had to go back and show the replay before you saw that. What you don't see from the Chris Simon play where he cross checks the guy in the face is that he gets Ryan Hallway absolutely decks him right before that, but it's off camera. So you don't see it. So then all you see is Chris Simon basically get up and then just go uh, yeah. skate shopping. It's nuts. Oh, speaking of, of uh, chopping with the stick, let's talk about Furland with the spear. Did, did you think the fine was enough, $5,000, or what should he got suspended? Um, I'll be honest. I haven't even seen the Michael Furland spear. So you, Ooh, you uh, didn't? Okay, I'm well, honest. I'll give you my opinion. You, you watch it. Um. So what I mean, basically, what happened was there was there was a little bit of a like a scrum kind of hit play over uh, by the wild bench, and I forget who grabbed his stick now, but uh, he kind of like just barely grabbed it. You know how you toy with a guy and kind of just hold the stick a little bit and then let it go. Yeah, well, he, he did that, and Furland just unloads a spear, man, right in Ryan Hartman's chest. <laughs> And, like, pretty much pushes him back on the bench. Uh, and, like, and that's, like, that's a full-fledged spear. Like, that's not kind of spearing a guy. So, I mean, $5,000 oh, is yeah. a hefty fine. But oh, yeah, I would have thought. I just watched it right there. $5, I would have thought he'd get. probably be uh, suspended. I was just saying, I would have thought he'd get a, a game or two. And at that point in the game, too, I actually thought he was going to get, a, a, like, a 5 and a 10. And I was just like, Furland, man, you're an idiot. I picked you in the series, Vancouver, and you're not helping me out here. Although, now that I'm looking back, I regret not picking the Minnesota Wild because we are a Minnesota Wild podcast. So, And Vancouver is getting bullied. They got bullied in that game one. Like, it, it, yeah. it's simple as that. Minnesota was, like, cut and dry the better team. We'll see what happens tonight, but I, I got a feeling it, it's not going to be good for Vancouver. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Vancouver, like, no matter what, you got to say, like, get credit on their season because, I mean, they were they, – they've turned it around pretty quick. They were pretty trash even just last year or a couple years ago. They were pretty trash. So, yeah. good on they're, them. 
Go Who's for that? it. No, you go for it. No, I was going to change the subject to uh, to the team that everyone slept on, the team that everyone counted out, but the goddamn Carolina Hurricanes. The, the best team going in the East right now, aside from the Philly Flyers, obviously. Um, I think people forget how, how, like, actually stacked Carolina is, especially on that back end. And I, I just saw so many people on Twitter just writing off Carolina, picking the Rangers. Like, I think Biz picked the Rangers to sweep them. Uh, I don't know, boys. Carolina good, um, and I'm glad that they're winning and beating beating up the Rangers. That Tony D'Angelo too on the Rangers sucks. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Uh, I actually don't think he sucks. He's not doing good right now. Uh, oh, but as a person, he sucks. That's yeah, completely hockey player. Yeah, I think he's probably pretty good. Obviously, he's in. The oh yeah, no, he's he's a shitty person. But that's a different subject. I thought you talked about uh, like his hockey play. Um, but, yeah, I, I'll admit I was one of those people that took the Rangers. I think what happened is I just, like, I have a natural attraction to the Rangers. Uh, I don't – I don't – okay, well, it's because of the Spirit of Rangers. I just – just well, because of that. Well, and you guys on your fantasy team. Well, and I had, yeah, three other guys. So, this whole year the Rangers were helping me out. And I had Zabinajad and Panarin, and they were pretty much carrying my team on their back. So, then uh, – when it came after seeing how hot they were, I was like, okay, I got to pick them. But, you know, I, I write Carolina off because I forget how good they are. But they are so deep, man. And, I mean, they don't have a goalie per se, but he's been playing well so far. So, if they can have the excellent defense and, and those guys scoring up front, they can deal with a mediocre goalie. And I think if they get going, man, and they get on a roll like they are right now, they could go all the way. Like, I do – I really think they have a, a great team. But, yeah, I, if I could go back, I probably would take Carolina. Obviously, they're down two – the Rangers are down 2 nothing. But, um, but even more to that is because I think I was so focused on how good they did pre-COVID – and I just for kind of forgot that Carolina was a very good team. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, are the are the Flames and Jets going again today? Yeah, they got back to back. So do uh, the who else played back to back? Carolina and New York. They play today again too. Oh, um, having to do that? Yeah, every team has one back to back. Tomorrow is Arizona Nashville. Tomorrow? No, not the Leafs tomorrow. Their back-to-back is between four and five. Or no, three and four. Sorry, between game three and four. Um, yeah, but we, tomorrow we get, uh, we get Arizona, Nashville again, and we get Florida, New York again. Hopefully, so, uh, hopefully Florida can maybe come back and do something there. Yeah, we'll see. I, that, that'd be nice. But <clears throat> is it four rip now? Four rip now. Ugh. Gosh, yo. Let's go, Nashville. Not a wagon at this Wait, point. I noticed UC Soros was starting that game. What yeah, both games. Game? Well, I mean, Rene did have an off year, and UC is, I mean, what they would consider the goalie of the future in Nashville. So I think that because John Hines is is new there and doesn't really have that relationship with Rene that Lavulette did, he – you know, it was easier for him to throw him in the game, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, he didn't he didn't have that uh, relationship holding him to 
start Rene, and he went, you know, let's put Saros in. And, I mean, it didn't – I mean, he didn't play bad the first game. He let in those three quick ones in the first period, but then he was good after that. And he's obviously playing well today. Um, but I'm sticking to the Yotes, man. I, what? Sorry, I know you're watching the same TV as me. Boone Jenner is a handsome mother licker. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Oh, let, no, let's talk about these right now. So they only get to ask him two freaking questions, and there's no actual people asking the questions in the mid-game. And it's absolutely stupid because they don't give a shit to be there. There's not an actual person, so they, like, it just, like, don't interview them. I've never been a fan of in-game interviews anyway because the players don't want to do them. And they just ask the stupidest questions, like, Oh, what are you thinking on that goal there? Or like last night to McDavid, like, like, well, what'd you think of the hats on the ice? And all his answer was simple. He was like, that was unnecessary. We should just kept playing. It's like, no shit. No one was at the rig. Like he didn't need hats. If there's no. no cheering and then they throw hats on the ice, it's like, it's who, anticlimactic. Who threw the hats on the ice in that game? Some chick, she had four of them. She rips down the stairs and then she threw the hats. I can only imagine she was like, at the top and all her, like, other people around her, she's, like, collecting hats and then ripped down the stairs. But it was, yeah, like, 30 having... seconds late. They were pretty much ready to drop the puck. It was stupid. Yeah, I guess we haven't even talked about uh, probably one of the other more popular uh, teams uh, for listeners of this podcast. This the series Oilers... in general, man, is good. Heck, yeah. Uh, Oilers, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad they got a win. Last night, though, because um, if they were down uh, 2-0 coming into our podcast, I would have been just ripping into them. I would have been letting all the Oilers fans know, like, how much of a shit show this was. But they came out last night, and uh, McDavid, obviously, hat trick. He, uh, he put the team on his back, as always. He, like, he just likes to score as soon as he possibly can. Like, every game, yeah. in the first three minutes, every game, he scores. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... He's been lights out. Like, uh, it's unreal watching him. I mean, in that first game, I think the Oilers just didn't respect Chicago. And I said it on Twitter right after the game. I said, I think this is the best thing that could have happened to the Oilers. They're going to get a a wake-up call, and they're going to go on a roll. And, I mean, I don't love the way the the Oilers' forwards are uh, stacked up. Like, they're not crazy deep on that third and fourth line. Uh, I I think they are serviceable for sure. But where they get you is that first and second line. And if they're on fire, they can go on a roll. And they've got a fairly good decor. And if Koskinen's playing good, I like the oil. So now that they're on a roll, I like the oil. It's pretty uh, pretty crazy to think, though, like, or pra- crazy to hear. Like, we haven't, like, heard much, like, from Dreisaitl. Like, the guy that's supposed to be winning the heart, it's, like, that's how good – McDavid is like I'm sure Drysaddle is playing just fine and you know he's doing whatever he does but as someone who's a heart candidate we haven't heard a damn word about this guy because McDavid is just the show there so that's been that's been kind of fun to watch you know uh, who we should hear more about though is Ryan Nugent Hopkins he has six points too on the Oilers. if what? I could have him on my team I would take him in a heartbeat he, like McDavid has six points so does Nuge uh, but people aren't noticing Nuge have six points because McDavid has four goals, the hat trick. He's flying out there. Well, Nuge has a goal and five assists, so 
He's been pulling his weight. Drysaddle scored in the first game, but he has looked a little unnoticeable. But that is, I mean, so has Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. So, I mean, it, you frick, oh, we, played mention, four, uh, we played four periods and we haven't scored a freaking goal yet. We didn't mention uh, Dominic Kubelik from Chicago in that first game. Uh, first playoff game, how are you? Five points. Two yeah, goals, really. Two goals, three assists, making it look easy. Obviously, he's not going to win Rookie of the Year, but uh, I think he's kind of maybe showing people that, hey, this is kind of why I'm the third nominee. And I know a lot of people were like, you know, a third nominee, it doesn't really matter, but, like, they didn't really think he should have had it. They thought Merzlikens should have had it. And I'm one of those guys. I think Merzlikens probably should have been the third nominee, um, considering how he basically dragged in that Columbus team. Uh, that's going to beat the Leafs here. Um, <laughs> Uh, but obviously, I don't know if Kubelik saw, you know, all that, all that criticism he was getting, but I think he's probably trying to show people, hey, I'm, uh, I'm just as good as, as these people on the Calder, uh, and I deserve to be that third nominee. He's still not going to win, but no. uh, I think it's kind of like a little coming out party for him, so more people uh, got eyes on him here. He reminds me a lot of Artemi Panarin when he first came in the league. Uh, just like I mean, except he's a little younger, obviously. Better but, trade uh, him for uh, Brown and Sod. Yeah, okay, except that part. But uh, <laughs> he's younger than Panarin was when he entered the league. But still, like just the style uh, coming out of nowhere, putting the, the team on your back, helping out right away. The shot. What? What do you think of the, uh, what? What of the logo on the center of the ice? I like it. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's simple. It's cool. I, mean, I kind of, like, you, didn't even think about that's one of the things that they would have to probably do. Like, you Dude, let's talk about that. They've done a great job with this so far. And I'll be honest, I don't notice the fact that there is no fans. Nope, I don't at all. And I was one of the – I thought this whole time, like, once they get playing, like, man, you're in a hockey game. When I was on the ice, I mean, I obviously this is NHL, so it's a lot different. But like I just like I didn't hear a thing other than what was going on on the ice. Like my mom would always be, "Did you hear me yelling in the stands?" And like, did he, and you hear me yelling this? But you hear the guy in the stands yelling that? And I'm like, no. Like you don't hear those things when you're out there flying around and you're in the zone. Like so that's what these guys are doing. They're pro players. Like once that puck drops and you just you see the other team's jersey, you're you're giving her. You're going for it. The uh, I the only thing I could ever hear. At during a game, I never really paid attention except for when I I wouldn't pay attention during the fight, but close to the end of a fight, I would start to listen to the oh, crowd, and I could always hear my mom, loud and proud, standing up, yelling, "Get him, Rocky! Beat the crap out of him!" And it was my mom. Sure enough, Junior A storm game, and she's yelling at the top of her lungs. But I loved it. And I told her every time I'd come up, because I'd shower up and I'd come up, I said, I heard you, Mom. Don't worry. And she'd laugh. So, that's awesome. Okay, let's get to the MVPs now. Our, any current uh, listeners should know what that is. And any new listeners, the MVPs are done every week. Uh, we give our most valuable player which is, I mean, just someone who's been doing good or something or a team, whatever, uh, and the most valuable participant. And, you know, that's just someone who showed up. They tried hard and they did their best. So, Or they uh, didn't we'll, try hard at all and they were an absolute, absolute – Yeah, or that too. Call them out. 
yeah, you someone who needs to get called out, basically. And uh, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, it's currently our only segment. We are going to introduce a, a few more. I think maybe we might go to more, almost like more segments than not eventually. Like maybe not right now, but soon. I, I kind of like our general bull, bullshit. And uh, I've had a few people talked about the last episode who said that they actually feel more involved when we just kind of bullshit and they're listening. So um, let's get to the MVPs. Let's start last week. You did your most valuable player first. So how about you give me your participant, your most valuable participant? Well, my uh, most valuable participant is again, something that uh, we actually touched on earlier this episode and it's the Houston Astros as an organization. I would say, I would say either their manager or I would say Carlos Correa or Bregman, or Altuve, I don't care who it is. It's, uh, it's all of the Houston Astros for, for bitching and moaning about getting balls thrown at them. I think if you're in the position that you're in, your best choice of action this year would be to shut up and get hit by as many balls as that, that are going to come your way and suck it up. And then next season, in theory, you have paid your, you've paid your dues, even though you technically haven't because you've stolen a World Series from teams. But that's besides the point. And pay your dues, get hit by a hundred balls and then go from there. But like going to the media and complaining about, Oh, you shouldn't be throwing it at guys' heads. Well, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't throw at guys' heads, but if there's going to be a group of guys that deserve to get a ball thrown at their head, it's going to be the team that cheated for a world series. So, uh, my of the week are the Houston Astros. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fair. I love it. You just rip baseball every week so far. So, Sorry, well, Colton, like, sorry, like Colton Sandbo, but I mean, yeah, you know, Sandy, I love you, buddy, but we're not a baseball pod. Um, yeah, and they kind of deserve it right now. Like, they, I'll be honest, I don't know. They seem like they're uh, they're in the news every day, and it's never anything good. Like, no. I, I I haven't seen anything good come of uh, of what's going on there. So, uh, who do you got as your uh, your participant? My participant this week, uh, I okay. First of all, honorable mention. I was gonna pick the New Orleans Pelicans because it was hilarious when they were all so down in the dumps when they were down by thirty-three. And an honorary participant um, is them for putting Zion Williamson on a minute restriction. So they're down like three or four points with like I don't know a couple minutes left, but they've decided Zion's at his limit of point or minutes for the game. And they sit him on the bench for the remaining last few minutes of the game. Like, if you watch the last dance, they put Michael Jordan on a minute restriction, and he ended up just going out there and winning the team a game. So maybe don't put Zion on the bench when you're trying to win a game. <laughs> yeah, but my real participant, and I feel bad saying this because he was so good for so long, but uh, Henrik Lundqvist is my participant this week. Uh, the <laughs> poor guy. He's got two goalies in there who are stealing his job from him. He's getting old, but he gets a kick at the can. David Quinn says, you know what? We're going with the old guy. We're going with the king. They put him in the net, and he has not been good yet. But you know what? This is what the participant medal is for. He showed up. He tried his best. He worked hard, and he just couldn't get it done. So, Hank, he is my participant this week. Yeah, honestly, it's, I'll be honest, it's been a little bit uh, nostalgic watching Hank in net. Uh, 
he'll be one of those guys that I always feel bad and never won a cup because he's probably I don't know. I guess I don't really know how all the good goalies of all time. He's got to be like a top five or ten all time guy, in my opinion. So really, uh, I, I say know, 10, I, I know, like, five, yeah, five I don't is know. questionable. Yeah, but, five is probably questionable. I'd I'd say top ten, maybe fifteen. Yeah, um, yeah, that's more realistic. Yeah, because I don't really necessarily know much about all-time goalies. I know I know Dominic Hasek, if you look at his stats, is probably the best goalie of all time. And he doesn't yeah, get enough credit. Even though he's not – I was going to say he's not really considered it, but uh, he is. You, he's probably – I think he should be considered top five. If you go look at this guy, he he is the best goalie of all time. In my like, for sure. And it's one of those ones where you got to look up the stats. But he carried that Buffalo team. He carried some Detroit teams. Uh, Dominic fucking Hasher. <laughs> okay. Uh, Who do you have as your MVP? I'll let you go first with the MVP. Okay. My MVP, and I told you I was going to bring this up again. My MVP is actually Paul Maurice. Okay. My MVP is Paul Maurice because I, I actually think he did that to get in the Flames' head. I, I think at first. It was a little, it was emotion, but when he doubled down on it, I went, I think this is now a tactic. I think he saw that it's going to bug to Chuck and it's going to bug the Flames. And so you see it, they come out and they get a win. I mean, it was a hard fought win. It's not like they destroyed him, but was it a tactic? I don't know. I think it was. And for that reason, he is my MVP. Uh, I'll let you say yours, but I also have an honorable mention if you don't pick it. That's, uh, that's, that's like, you're woke. That is some woke energy going on over there. I don't know. Paul Maurice, uh, I think he was just, I think he was heated. I don't know. I don't think also Kachuk gets, uh, too caught up in that shit. I don't think he gets too fired up about things like that. Um, but you're on, oh, you have an honor. Okay. So after mine, you'll have your honorable mention. Yeah. I don't want to pick it if you pick it. Okay, um, well, my honorable mention, since we're sticking with the theme of uh, goalies in this, in this MVP of the day, I got my MVP is Carey Price. Uh, Carey Price has been putting on an absolute clinic. People were saying it's like, it's like vintage Carey Price. In that game one, he, uh, he absolutely put that Montreal team on his back and, like, they, they don't win that game without – without him in net, in my opinion. Um, and then game two, he lose 3-1, but one's an empty netter. Um, and he still has a 9-4-5 save percentage um, in that game. Like, he's still being peppered with shots, and he's saving everything. So they may not have won game two, but he sure as hell the reason why it wasn't, you know, again, 5-6-1. So for that reason, it's fun to watch. I love it when, when you get good goaltending. I'm glad I don't have to play against him right now as the least. Um, we have a tough goalie as it is right now. It was Jonas um, Corposalo for frick's sake. Um, but yeah, my MVP right now, uh, for Montreal Canadiens is Carey Price. Nice. I like that pick. He has been fun to watch and is by none the be- only reason they ha- even are sniffing this series right now and not going to be going home tomorrow. It's uh, one pick and it's going to piss me off. But, uh, okay, I'm just going to bring this up. I saw on Twitter, it was, it was strictly for Leaf fans for the most part, and it said, uh, in game two, what do you want to see the most? And it was a couple, there was a couple options, I think. But the main two that were chosen, 
and I want to know your opinion if you didn't see this, was more top six production or uh, Freddie stays steady? And what would you pick? At this point, I think I'm picking top six. Really, dude? But, like, if we don't have Fred, we're losing four rip last in the game. We should be like – Yep. Yes. Come on. No. Oh, my God. How does that not go in? By the way, William Nylander looks like a damn Bond villain. I think – This is brutal. Um, Okay, we got one more thing, and we can watch a game. Anyway, yeah, I got top six. Before we get to the next thing, though, do you have a little bit of a word from uh, our sponsor? Oh, yeah, that was, that was actually my one more thing, which is funny that you said that. Uh, yes, we have a wonderful Uh-oh. sponsor based in Grand Prairie, Alberta, but they also have a, a store in Port St. John, B.C., the wonderful store of Ernie Sports Experts. Uh, they have their tent sale on right now, so you can go. They got, uh, what do they got? They got t-shirts out there. They got tank tops. They got shorts. They got shoes. They got sandals. I'm sure I'm missing things. It's mostly summer stuff, I believe. Yeah, it's mostly like outdoor wear. Um, they have it every year. I usually go there and get a nice pair of running shoes, something like that. You're not going to go there and find yourself a pair of skates, um, but what you can do is, is bring those pair of skates that you might already currently have. You can bring them in and you can, you can trade them in, maybe see if you can get some money for them. And then you can uh, use those skates to uh, get yourself a bit of a, a free skate sharpening. Cause that's another thing as well as the tent sale that they're doing. Um, Ernie's, Ernie's is doing free skate sharpenings. Go up to the till, tell them the mad specialist podcast sent you. They'll get you a free skate sharpening while, uh, while you're outside checking, checking out that uh, tent sale. Yeah, we definitely want to make sure we get as many skates as there as possible. So, hey, even if you don't use your skates to skate, you know, you get them sharpened and you use it as a knife to spread butter on your on your toast or something. Or like, you know, oh, I use this all the time. If, if you got a shoelace that you can't get through the hoop and you need to cut it, you can use your skate. And then well, you could yeah. put a little, you could put some tape on it, and then you can get through the eyelid. So lots you know of different what? reasons. I know, I know a lot of people that only like to skate in the winter time out on that pond. But nine times out of ten, when winter comes, and you're like, I'd love to hit that pond, but shit, my skates are so dull from last year's. I, I need to give them a good sharpen. Why don't you take advantage of getting a free sharpening now, and then that way when you bust them out in uh, in December, you're you're flying on that ODR with the boys. So. Um, take advantage of that for sure. Um, and Landon, do you have anything else here for this pod? No, just tell them the mad specialist sent you, uh, at the checkout. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Actually, we got one more thing, but that is funny that you said, uh, do you have a message? And what that was, uh, that was actually what I was going to say next. So we're, we're, we're on the same way, same wavelength there, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, okay. So, we probably won't get any interaction on social media for this because our fans tend to not do that, except like Sandy and Nick Miller. So thanks guys for Tanner Stevenson and Tanner. Right. And Tanner, but uh, also thanks to everyone who shared, shared it on their Instagram stories. We appreciate that too to all you guys. Uh, Won't name them all, but any, anytime you guys share something, we always appreciate it and it helps us out as you guys know. 
Yeah, but Dalen and I, we're both big uh, – oh, this is weird – big, big brother fans. So we might do a little <laughs> – brother. We might do a little two- or three-minute Big Brother segment uh, during our episode. So. Yeah, because Big Brother All-Stars get started tomorrow. I've been watching Big Brother since season 10. We're on season uh, 22 for the American version. So I'm a big fan. Started watching the Canadian version the last couple of years. Um, but, yeah, you know what? It's just something different. Just rip, rip through a couple minutes of that. I love Big Brother, so Landon does too. So this is basically just a way for us to talk about Big Brother for a few minutes every day. <laughs> yeah. Whether I like it or not, I don't really – I don't know if I care. This is just something that we're going to throw in. You guys can uh, tell us, though, like, who you got. If you love it, like, we want to hear it because – We love it. Big Brother's good stuff. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that's all we really got for today. And plus, I, it's still 0-0 in this freaking hockey game. And I really want to see the Leafs score. The Leafs haven't scored in a, officially now a game and a half. Yeah, exactly. Which is horrible considering the offensive firepower. What, yeah. so, it's oh. very frustrating to be a Leafs fan. And I know you guys like to give it to us all the time anyway. But step in our shoes here. It's quite annoying. Hopefully, when you guys come here or listen to this podcast uh, tomorrow, the series is 1-1. And hopefully, hopefully uh, there's a bench brawl in the Winnipeg Jets and Calgary Flames fight tonight. Or Calgary Ooh. Flames game tonight. Yeah, that'd be sick. Imagine a, a, bench a, a bubble bench brawl. That'd be huge. What is, what is, <laughs> they can't bring anyone else to play, so they can't really suspend anyone. But, all right, that's all we got. All right, guys. Uh, thanks again for listening. Love Remember you guys. Us on social media, share our stuff, and that's basically all I got. Yeah. Hey, l- love you guys. Yeah, lo- love you guys. <laughs> hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing, you're getting a couple laughs in, make sure you like, share, subscribe, rate us five stars, tell your friends, uh, share our posts on social media. Your guys' support goes a long way, and we can't thank you enough. We hope we can continue to make you laugh uh, and have some fun here with this podcast because we love doing it for you guys. So thanks and uh, have a great week. We'll see you on Friday. Oh my God, who the hell cares?